Hello and welcome to the Will Run For podcast. I am Diana and I'm going to be hosting this week. So I have taken over. No one asked for this, but you're getting it anyway. I'm really excited to be hosting this week. And with me, as always, are my fellow hosts. We've got the beautiful and boisterous Erin. Hello. We've got our resident sex kitten, Michael. Hello. (laughs) And, of course, my handsome husband, Tom. I'm not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) How's everyone doing this week? Not bad. Can't complain. Just, uh... Doing what we always do, running and hiking. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Eating tacos. <laughs> eating tacos. <laughs> running, hiking, eating tacos. Yep. Drinking. Pretty much. What about you guys? What are you guys up to? We are a, I guess, more than a week post our trip to Florida, and we're both feeling good. That's um, good. No crazy symptoms. So, knock on wood. Everything's good. Yeah, we've been quarantining. Um, We've still been going out and running, but we've been kind of staying put. Yeah. That's good. Just to be safe. Yeah, and, um, you know, getting up and running every morning. Um, I don't know. They always tell you to, like, follow your body and trust your body when you're running because that'll let you know, like, how well you're doing. I don't know. On my run this morning, I swear I was running so fast. I was like, this feels great. I'm doing like a 10 minute mile. And I looked down at my watch and I was doing a 13 minute mile. <laughs> oh my that. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did, we did a run the 4th of July weekend where we were supposed to do 20 and we quit at 10 because like we thought so that bad, we were yeah. doing like 10:30s and we kept looking down and we were doing like 11:30s to 12s and we're like what is going on why do i feel like i'm running through mud so we're just like yeah what kind of like we're done so i guess that is a listen to your body situation like you just know that nothing is going to go well if you keep going yeah and it's it's not like i felt like bad it's just like why am i so slow right now it feels like i'm putting up way more effort yeah than I yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and then this weekend we did a long run again for um the training run training thing that we're doing and it was like 90 percent humidity it felt like we were suffocating and i just like you just feel like you're going and you're not because you yeah. can't breathe Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was on Saturday, I think. Yes. Um, I know we're kind of close. It was so humid on Saturday. Yeah. Tom was Tom was better than I was. He went out and actually did his five miles. I like stepped outside and said, absolutely not. And I did three. <laughs> um, and it felt miserable. It's just like the sweat sticks to you. You can't breathe. It just yeah. feels terrible. It was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but we, fin- we got done what we wanted to get done. Yeah, so. I mean, we walked a bunch of it. I mean, you just... A lot of what we're doing for like the ultra stuff is time on your feet. So Mm -hmm. sometimes at the end, you just walk it in and it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you guys um, have a goal race, which we're going to talk about later um, that you're training for. So you have some motivation right now. Like all of my races have been canceled for the fall. So even though I was supposed to run five or six miles, I'm not training for anything so I can let myself run less, which is Mm -hmm. probably not a good thing. So yeah, I just got to find a way to keep myself motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, for any kind of big races, it's going to be quite a while. Well, there's one by you that we were looking at um, that's capping at 50 at that uh, park 
um, by you. What's the name of it? Patapsco. Oh, Patuxen. Patapsco. Oh, yeah. Patapsco. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's capping at 50. It's going to be really small. It's pretty much self-support. So we'll see. Yeah, we're actually doing a real live 5K this Saturday mm-hmm. night. So oh. it's actually happening. Nice. They're going to do like a wave start where we had to actually pick like when we wanted to actually run and small groups. And yeah, you're doing that with the, a live event. You're doing that with Jay Hall and Donna, right? Yeah, I absolutely. Think I saw. So yeah, we're doing with them. Um, our friends, Ryan, Nikki, Nicole are doing okay. it. And it's a nighttime race, so we signed up for the latest wave, so it'll be a little darker when we run, so we could wear all of our glow gear. Oh, that's oh, there fun. You go. Yeah, just be obnoxious. <laughs> and it'll be a little cooler. Like we do. <laughs> it won't be as hot. Won't no. be as hot. Sun will so be what down. are we talking about today, guys? I know we have a lot of good listener feedback that we're going to go over, so we're excited to hear that. And as um, since because Diane has uh, taken over, it's because we're going to hear all about our host, Tom, this week, and we're really excited to finally get to... What, what? What? Our final uh, person. <laughs> you guys get to hear all about his run journey. And then there's an epic new segment, something you've never heard before. <laughs> the anticipation (laughs) (laughs) and then um then we're gonna close it out like we always do by sharing something good with you guys so i think to kick us off i'm gonna pass it over to michael who uh was monitoring our apple um account this week and i think we've got some five-star reviews yes we have we had some ratings but we do have one five-star review uh, we need more reviews, vanity, all that. Please <laughs> submit them. Uh, so <laughs> this week's is from Mikey P. Uh, Mikey P is a great human being. Uh, let's see. Mikey P said, motivation. Been thinking about getting into running and refreshing to hear these voices discuss the struggle. We are not alone. Enjoying getting to know them and their friendships and training. Oh. Thanks, Mikey. That's so nice. Thanks, Mikey. It is a struggle. It's really hard. So don't let anyone tell you anything different. It does suck. Running is hard. Yeah, it it is. You would think that it would get easier as you go along, but no matter what, like no matter how long you do it, it just there's always something to struggle over. Yeah, I still. Well, this is probably a topic for a show, but I still now like running in the summer more than the winter. Mm. Weirdly, but. We'll bring that up one day. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think I do too. Yeah, weirdly. I don't know. I, I'm I'm in between. I think it's something we'll have to have a. Well, that'll be one of our episodes after. Yeah. After the we're finished our introductions here this week. So let's talk about why we're running this week. What are we running for this week? Aaron, want to kick us off? Sure. So, um, like uh, Thomas, I have a virtual. Um, long race i like long term race that mm. i'm doing um called on the pacific coast trail uh it's with a team though so our friend donna and i are part of uh sparkle athletics uh sparkle squad <laughs> and Ooh. so one of the girls in there uh asked if we wanted to form a team to do it's like 26 hundred miles over three months uh it ends in at the end of august so it's june july august and we combine our miles and all together we have to do that so we're 
We're just at 50% right now. And um, so all of my miles are that I am doing are contributed to that. And uh, we have like a, like a little Facebook group and we kind of post in it regularly. And I um, was posting this weekend about my tacos, I guess, or actually, no, one of the girls posted a, her run today about her taco run. Uh, it was a, on Tuesdays we run for tacos. Of course. <laughs> and so, nice. What else would you run for on Tuesday? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so it's funny because I was going to use tacos as my, my will run for this week because I've been eating a lot of tacos. But I wanted to give a shout out to them because all of them started talking about how we're running for tacos and margaritas. So yes. shout out to my Pacific Coast Trail Challenge team. We are Love killing it. it out there. That's awesome. <clears throat> so I'm continuing my virtual challenge, which is the race across Maryland, um, 250 miles. I've got 60 days to do it. It, it also ends at the end of August. Um, and as of yesterday, no, just this morning, I reached the halfway point. Woo. So I'm halfway there. Um, it's been going pretty good. It's a really good daily motivation to get out and keep, keep getting miles in. Um, like I said, I'm counting our dog walks. So our dog Archie is absolutely exhausted all the time because <laughs> he, I have to get him out at least three or four times a day, at least a mile oh, each walk. Um, so, and he has been working on his summer body, even though I don't know the poles are going to open. Um, but yeah, it's been going good. So that's why I'm running. Yeah, poor Archie. We thought we killed him on Sunday. We took him for a walk around Lake Centennial in Columbia. And like he kind of like was struggling to get in the car at the end of it and came home and kind of collapsed. We were like, it's too hot for him. We cannot do this again. <laughs> like, and we took him early. It was like 9 a.m. So it wasn't even the hottest part of the day, but it was hot for, mm. for a little guy. <laughs> Poor Archie. Oh, he, he had such a time. Uh, for me this week, I am running for beer. I know you'll hear that frequently from me, but we have so much beer in the house because throughout quarantine, we've just been trying to support local breweries. That's the excuse we're using. So we bought like a ton <laughs> of beer. Um, and <laughs> so I'm actually drinking one right now. I've got my out of order from RAR on, out in Cambridge. It's a blueberry whipped cream waffles beer. Mm. So it's so good. Yeah, that you can taste like delicious. syrup almost in it. Mm. <laughs> Pretty good. Well, I am running for the end of training that my training has never ended. Because I was training for uh, the Umstead 100 in April. So I started at this training block like last fall. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, of Forever course. training. Yeah, everything got canceled. <laughs> so I've never stopped since then. And I'm a little sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've well, just been maintaining the same distances. Yeah. Right? Like, so, you haven't like well, slowed yeah. down or up or. I think he had planned to slow down a little bit, but because I had an injury earlier this year and I was looking to try and get my miles back up, he just kept running with me. Yeah, it's time for a break. I need like a week or two, reset, take a yeah, break. Yeah, everyone needs that. Have some. Well, if we do the Maryland race, you know, do this run, I can take time in between them. I don't really have to train for either of them because they're here already. Yeah. And just kind of ease into the fall. I have a race in October that should go off because it's a small trail race. So it's not like anything uh, big or anything like that. So should, I should be able to get to that. And I should I have plenty of uh, training backlogged at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that I've done absolutely nothing with. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, 
So coming off of all that training, Aaron and Michael actually have an event coming up. So on the 25th of July, they're going to run a 100K. And Tom and I are actually going to drive up to Jersey and we're going to crew you guys. Yes, we are very excited. This is uh, the creation made by Michael over here where he woke up one day and was like, let's run 100K. We'll just run from here down to the Jersey Shore. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, we have to go kind of drive the route this weekend and make sure all the roads we select it are safe. You know, traffic's back to normal. So I just want to make sure we don't get run over and killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to use a lot of like bike paths um, along the yeah. way. Uh, there's... Um, a couple of them, and then we're going to go over the Ocean City Bridge. Our ultimate goal is to end in Ocean City, New Jersey um, from this side of the state. So we're basically running the width of New Jersey, um, or almost. Diagonally. Yeah, it'll be about 62 miles. It's 100K is our goal. So we'll um, see. And all that it. Diana yeah. and Tom are going to do, they're going to drive around. Uh, I'm going to give them some brewery recommendations and they're going to sit there and drink and meet us along the way and laugh at us. Of Sounds course. Great. Well, and um, I've got the Soul of the City 10K I registered for that's now virtual. So Tom was like, well, maybe we'll run that while we're crewing them. And I was like, I don't know how gross and sweaty I want to be all day. So we'll see. If <laughs> oh, that that's happens true. Yeah, if, if you're driving around, yeah, driving around all day, being sweaty and disgusting, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow our adventures. We're going to uh, probably be storing a ton on Instagram. Uh, and Tom and Diana will story with us. Uh, while they're laughing at us. <laughs> We're supporting you. That's yeah. what I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Supporting. While they're supporting us. Yeah. So supporting. After we finish that, our plan is for the next day, the 26th, to do our first live show on YouTube. Ooh. So I'm not sure if we've set a time yet. I would assume in the evening. I'd assume. Yeah. Check Facebook. Check Instagram. Uh, or actually just subscribe to the YouTube channel and you'll see the live event pop up. We'll schedule it ahead of time. Um, so that'll be July 26th. Yeah, I'll send out a Facebook invite and make it an, an event and everything. Yeah, and you guys can chat with us, submit some questions. We'll just have a conversation with everybody and share kind of the experience of the weekend and just get an opportunity to talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. All right, so um, there's been a lot of activity in our community since our last episode, um, and you guys are not only sharing what you're running for, but you're sharing your actual runs and your PRs, your accomplishments. It's been really fun um, watching you guys out there. Uh, we've decided that from now on, we're going to call this the Will Run for Community News uh, oh. as our feedback section. So I had no idea we named it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, I was saying, well, they're not getting, really giving us feedback. They're like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, they're talking about what they're doing. What they're doing. So it's, it's community news. I should probably read the doc every once in a while. <laughs> so you didn't the, do the homework. No, I know. I know it doesn't sound like it, but we actually kind of prepare for these. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so we're getting more professional, and we're giving titles to things. So oh. here we are. We're the will run for community news. Oh, I like that. So, um, 
If you would like to share what you're doing so that we can share it with the community, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and tag us at Will Run For Podcast. Uh, make sure you're uh, actually tagging us so that we can share it um, and cheer you on. Or you can email us, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. There's always the email uh, at Will will run for podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, awesome. So let's jump right into what everyone's doing. So a lot of people were running over the 4th of July weekend. So Nicole in Maryland, she actually got out with our friends Ryan and Nikki, and they did the Independence Day four miler. That's actually out of independent brewing in Bel Air, Maryland. So um got to run some miles at an official race. I think it was the first official race back in Maryland. So that's Ooh, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah that's um, awesome. But I think because of COVID, they weren't allowed to have like after race beers. Even yeah. though it was brewery sponsored, they yeah. took took the fun away, um, but they still got out there and did it. And then Dean, who has been totally killing it. I'm just so proud of him. Um, actually, Tom was just talking about how proud he is of Dean the other day. and was like, we have to make sure we share what he's doing. Um, to the weekend of the 4th, he was going for a three-peat of seven miles on Saturday, doing a lot of walking, but he, he feels like he's getting better. He's doing it for health reasons, and just so he feels good, he's, he gets a good sense of accomplishment out of it. Um, he says, beer tastes colder and better on Saturday night after a good morning sweat. I totally agree. And then this past weekend, he set a new PR, and he did 11 miles over the weekend. So that's oh, incredible. Nice. That's a yeah. big jump from seven to 11. Yeah, that yeah. is significant. Yeah, seems awesome. And our friend Russell, uh, he did nine miles over the weekend of the fourth. God, I feel like I was lazy over the weekend of the fourth. You guys just <laughs> are totally beating me. <laughs> and um, he was running to really ease the stress of life. And, and he tagged us at all of his runs over the weekend, which is awesome. He was actually up in the Anirondacks. Mm. And he shared some beautiful photos of the mountains and the lakes. And... Um, he was supposed to do 10 miles, but instead got a half mile, I'm sorry, half marathon distance in because um, it was nice and cool and the scenery was great. So he was feeling nice good. Job, I love those Russell. days. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And then Kate um, is doing awesome as well. So she said that um, she's feeling that she's running like she used to and she's doing a lot of hill training and, and grassy field sprints and, you know, about one to three mile runs and um, she's been back in the running game for about a month and, you know, she's been consistently in 11 to 11, 15 pace, which is awesome. Faster than me right now. I am slow. Um, <laughs> and she's saying, she's not sure how long she'll keep that up, but, um, she's taking a page out of Tom's book and just trying to get something each day and it feels great. And she's already down 10 pounds and she can button her pre baby jeans. Um, so that's awesome. And then I know she also just got a double stroller. So she's going to be one of those moms that runs pushing a baby oh, I know. on I a that. race that's faster than me. So <laughs> no matter what race I do, there's always some woman pushing a trailer, just they're strolling by. Yes. Me. Every single time you see someone with those double strollers, you're like, man, I am, I am not very good right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Man, I thought just I was get one and do watermelon. I'm like, I, I thought I was doing working really hard, and then I see this person with a double stroller, and I'm like, man, uh. huh, <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> All right, we had also Greg in Orlando. 
He's putting in tons of miles, continuing his run streak. He's up to day 59. And he is running to help the uh, Disney cast members and encouraging everyone to donate to cast member pantry. So if you, we'll put a link in the show notes or if, you know, if you just want to search it on Google, it's pretty easy to find. Um, and it, it helps, uh, you know, the employees of the Disney parks um, with obviously with food and, and things like that, especially now when a lot of people have been out of work and all. And even if they're coming back, a lot of people still aren't coming back at the time. So. Yeah, uh, well, that when I was a CP, we lived off of dollar pizzas from Walmart, and that's all we could afford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so definitely, it's like it's basically like a uh, a food bank service for the cast members, I would say. Yeah, and I'm sure it also helps other people in the area. But um, uh, Lisa is running for health and to enjoy nature. Uh, Lynn is out there, and she shared a beautiful picture of sunrise at the Jersey Shore. And said she was running for beaches and boardwalk sunrises. Laura Duxon gave us a shout out on IG and said uh, she checked out the last episode and was impressed with the people who run ultras. And she's excited to be our international listener, which she is. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, there might be others, but she's the one we know of. <laughs> if you're international and you haven't told us, let us know. Yeah. M. Harrell finished up a run over the weekend with, with iced drinks. Or four ice drinks, I guess. Uh, Beach Runner 78, also known as Megan, uh, tagged us celebrating her two-year anniversary of becoming a Floridian and running in that Florida heat. She also shared a picture of the sunrise at the beach and said, I love being in the ocean. Sometimes I stop and take a few seconds to take everything in because it's just great to see dolphins swimming nearby or just watching a sunrise. Yeah, it is great to... When you get that... The coastal run-in, it's always yeah, good. Yeah, I miss uh, running at the beach regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really jealous of everyone that. It seemed like everyone was running at the beach this weekend. I know. And I was extremely jealous. <laughs> I told Lynn I was disowning her because she was running at the Jersey Shore without me. <laughs> uh, karate Chop tried to claim that I am an inspiration when he feels like every step is an effort. He remembers that I'm out there probably running three times the distance that day. Uh, he also <laughs> ran over the past weekend for a nice coffee after a scorcher. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my my Boston accent. It's probably not great. Uh, karate is in way better physical condition than I am, and a much <laughs> better runner. So, you know, that's first a name karate, last name chop. first name karate, last name chop. Uh, I did actually like how because I put that in quotes. He actually wrote out scorcha <laughs> <laughs> another old uh an old uh lost podcast uh cohort uh raf castillo jr manoa raf in the old days says he found the podcast and started listening he was actually doing the uh ginger runner global mm, run yes. the past week mm-hmm. um and i know he's uh he's lost a ton of good amount of weight this year and been just doing a, a bunch of different you know uh exercise like a lot of running but a lot of other gym work and stuff like that too and i wanted to throw in we got a weird um feedback that this person doesn't even listen to the show i'm sure we were running back home the other day oh yeah and the guy across the street we were passing somebody who was running the other way and he's like you guys inspired me to get out here because <laughs> like, he must see yeah. us run by all the time yeah so- <laughs> Like we're we're running, and all of a sudden this guy across the street waves, and he's like, "You guys are my inspiration," and we're like, "Oh, I well, love that." <laughs> so, that so, warms my little heart. <laughs> so I don't know if we told you this, but similar thing happened here. 
Um, so me and Diana run basically every day. And there is a couple and I think a roommate that live in the building next to us. And they're basically superheroes. They're like either in the CrossFit or they oh, just, yeah. they're out there training. Super in shape. They muscular. are just made of muscle. <laughs> and like the one guy runs with it. They all run with their shirts off except for the, for the, for the woman. Um, but the one guy's got like the, the Red Bull wings tattoo. Like they're just <laughs> aggro dudes that are nice and we were i was walking archie one morning and i saw the the girl coming towards me walking her dog and she's like i just gotta say you guys inspire us because we see you every day getting out there and running and it's so awesome to see and i'm like i'm looking at her and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) but but it's it's so cool like when you get those kind of comments when you're unsolicited and you're not you you don't even think you're 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 affecting someone else and yeah you might be so yeah well that was awesome Awesome. i just feel like at least you got to talk to the person who and who you are inspiring this was just like a a a run literally a run by shout shout. so and it took me a like it's it's like that thing where it takes a second for it to register completely and you're like wait did he just say that (laughs) What did, what did he say? Yeah. Did he just yeah. Say? <laughs> so back to it. Uh, Matt Frumpa. He commented on <laughs> oh, her last. <laughs> he commented on our last episode, uh, saying that the half sour half kraut that Michael ran was a jerk because of the surprise trails, and he only did the half. So he agreed with you, Michael. Uh, Race across Maryland commented on Tom's. Uh, post where he passed 75 miles saying that they loved seeing him leaving those miles in the rear view mirror Woo. uh dvc runner tagged us on instagram and he said that he was running all the miles and eating all the tacos amen which is actually what prompted me to go get tacos myself <laughs> and then i posted them and both dvc runner and our follower with the actual hashtag or sorry with the actual instagram name will run for tacos reshared it with uh, their approval of my tacos yes inspired by tacos <laughs> Uh, Ryan runs, uh, of Ryan runs Disney said that it's amazing how friendships form through podcasts and running groups. His best friends currently he's met through running and Disney. So he agreed with us in what we were talking about last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, our friend Kurt got out there and he said he was doing a nighttime moon run. He was doing a beer mile the next day, which I actually am. Interested mm-hmm. how that went. I saw a couple of videos on Facebook about it, but I'd be interested to hear his feedback on it. Uh, and then he was doing a road run on Sunday because the flies have taken away his trails. Yeah. He hung in there longer mm-hmm. than I did. Yeah, yeah. which we, <laughs> we, we run the same trails. So completely yeah. get. He also commented on our last episode and said that Michael's episode felt like it was Aaron's episode part two. <laughs> Which I thought was I feel a little, like that happens. It was a little rude. It was kind of like I in the beginning where I was telling what I was running like for, and it became I what you ran for. Resenting, <laughs> resenting this conversation. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> um, Kathy said uh, that she found out last week that she has severe carpal tunnel in both her wrists. Oh wow! Yeah, so she had met with a hand surgeon to figure out what was next. Um, um, and then that day she went for a run uh, because she was grateful that she still could. So, uh, wow. Um, she's mentally preparing herself for being on for some downtime. Um, she can't 
she really won't be able to run or do yoga. She's loving doing workouts on Pelt and App, um, spending time gardening. Um, we hope that uh, you get your surgery and you heal up and you're able to get right back out there as quickly as possible, Kathy. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys, for sending all that in. Keep you know, tagging us and things, share your pictures. Um, and don't forget to connect with yeah. each other as well. I see you yeah. guys talking and commenting on each other's, you know, posts and things like that. I think that is fantastic. So hopefully we can get a nice little community going and we can support and cheer each other on. So I yep. love it. Agreed. Okay. That's the best thing about it. Cool. All right. So um, the reason, again, like we said, I'm hosting and I'll put that in air quotes because, you know, I'm barely holding on. Um, but <laughs> the reason I'm doing that is because my amazing husband, Tom, is going to talk about his running journey. Um, and I'm excited to hear it. I didn't really take a look at his notes, but I know he's been working on it over the last um, couple weeks thinking about what he's going to say. So um, I'll pass it over to you. It's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm strangely nervous, but let me take you on this little ride with me. Um, before we get started though, a bit of a, bit of a trigger warning. I may use some self-deprecating language. I may describe myself in a certain way or my running in a certain way. And I just want to preface all of that by saying I'm extremely happy. I'm extremely proud about what I've been able to accomplish. That's like a disclaimer to put on the front. Right, right. So I'm going to start way in the, in the, in the past, way in the, um, like from a very early age, I've always been, I guess, fitness adjacent. Um, <laughs> I, I will describe myself as kind of the, the funny fat guy, right? That comes across with, I, I believe, a lot of confidence, but, you know, not really happy with my physical stature, which is, which is whatever. And, and I'm sure that resonates with some people. From a very early age, my family were all swimmers. I have a brother and a sister. And we're all swimmers from about age six or seven through probably 18, 19. Um, what that means is I'm, I'm very comfortable in the water and I can, I can swim, but I'm not winning races. So <laughs> I would go up to the meets. I would swim my events. I would rally the team. I'd make people laugh, you know, and I'm very comfortable in my skin there. Um, that just, you know, it just means I probably won't drown, but I was, always, I was always fighting it. I was always fighting it. I was never a kid. I was never one of those kids that would wear a shirt into the pool or anything like that. You know, like most of this has been self-inflicted by diet or, or, you know, a sedentary, sedentary, um, yeah. life lifestyle. Um, so leaping forward, um, basically I've belonged to gyms off and on for the better part of my life. You know, and I'd string together a few really good runs at the gym, a few months here, a few months there. Um, but I wouldn't really achieve any kind of lasting transformation. Um, again, self-inflicted, probably mainly the diet piece. Um, and, and dieting, you know, it, it's hard in general. I'm pretty sure food prep or meal prep was not even a thing in the 90s. <laughs> um, I, I can recall um, going to the gym with my friends, Pat and Sean, and then immediately to McDonald's to get a large fries. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say, food prep in the 90s is considered going to McDonald's, right? That's, yeah. that's actually what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. 
Um, and actually this, I mean, and this will date myself, but I used to put, I, I had a disc man, a CD player, a disc man. I would put it oh on my, my chest while I'm benching mm. and I would bring the bench bar down to just over um, the C- CD player and basically the, the, the disc man. And basically my goal was to not break it and, and not stop the music. So that's just a really weird kind of thing I used to do, but it happened. So I'm sharing. Um, so fast forward I've always been very envious of people that were successful in the gym, successful at achieving fitness goals, setting a goal, um, putting in the work, not just the physical work, but the diet work, the, the, you know, the counting calories, all that. Just, I have some friends that are very, very effective at setting a goal and changing their body. I've just never been that good at it. Um, so again, a little self-deprecation, never hurt anybody. I'm, I'm awesome. <laughs> Let's get, let's get into running. Let's get into yeah. running. Tom and I will often put ourselves into fake news stories based on what things we do. So we'll always refer to ourselves as fat couple. We're like, oh, <laughs> we're like, stop it. We're like, fat couple sits at a bench at McDonald's and breaks in. Like, we always like whatever we're doing, we'll like add a news story to it and refer to ourselves as fat couple. Oh, fat couple. <laughs> <laughs> like we're always like how would the news report on this oh, <laughs> yes so and that's a perfect segue so my running journey pretty much started when i met diana <laughs> um it was 2015 and just like you do when you're getting into a new relationship you try to experience the things that the other person is into um, she's into Disney and she was into running at that time. She had just started her, her goal of running at least a five K each month. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I thought maybe I should just try it and try it was in air quotes because this was so foreign to me. I was like, I've never, I, I mean, I know runners, I know people that run, but I've never been interested in it. So I just figured I'd try it. Um, so the first thing I did is I downloaded the run keeper app. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that I started running kind of on false pretenses because I went out by myself to run a 5k. Um, and this was, this was like point to point running. I had no intervals. I didn't know how to run. I didn't like, do you just keep going? Oh man. Um, so, but when I started it, my GPS didn't pick up until about 15 to 20 minutes into the run. Oh God. Okay. So when I finished my first 5k ever, it was like 26, 28 ish minutes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, all right. That wasn't too bad. I'm dumb. Um, I'm I'm so fast. I was like, is that good? And I feel like I told Diana and, and she's like, all right. Sure, that's yeah. <laughs> legitimate. So um, I registered for my first race. Thinking that you could um, do a 28-minute 5K. Thinking that I could, because we were driving to the the first 5K, and she's like, um, Diana's like, what's the what time do you want to do today? And I'm like, I guess like 30 minutes or something. <laughs> like, All right. All right, overachiever. So my first race ever was on June 5th, June, I'm sorry, July 12th, 2015. Um, it was the Pro Football Hall of Fame Golden Jacket 5K in Baltimore. Um, and I remember pulling up and just the whole spectacle of it all was 
you know, it's a 5k. It's like a local 5k. It's not like it's got a million people there. There's all this on course support, all this kind of, you basically ran around a lake twice. <laughs> so it's not the most dynamic thing, but to me, I was, I was like, this is pretty awesome. I kept seeing people running by me, like in the parking lot, just running around. And I'm, I'm like looking at Diane. I'm like, why the hell are these people running? We're about to run. Why would you run before you run? Oh my God. Lesson number one. Um, so it's, it's part of that thing where you start something and you just slowly start to learn why people do things. Um, so I feel like the race went okay. It wasn't, it wasn't fast by any means. Um, but I did meet a few people at that race that were um, affiliated with the Mickey, Mickey Milers. Um, okay, yeah. one, of, one of those people was Jen Hall. And she was very nice, and we took a picture. And I, I didn't know her from, from anybody, but um, we'll just put a pin in that. Um, <laughs> so that, that race was basically point-to-point running. It was, okay, we're at this light, light pole. We're going to run to that light pole. And then we're going to walk to that one. Then we're going to run to that one. Then we're, you know, just basically yeah. there's, there's yep. no rhyme or reason. Picking just markers. To, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I started fit. running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 2015 wasn't a big year for running. I got into it. I, I really only ran three events that whole year. They were all 5Ks. Um, other than this one, the other two were fun runs. One was a Halloween-themed run called Cats and Bats. And another one, I think, was a... Um, like a Christmas theme or holiday theme run. So that was 2015. Yeah. And um, it's so funny how, how you got into running everyone. Everyone always talks to me about it. They're like, it's so great that you got Tom into running and that you got him to do all this stuff. And I always say, I never invited him to run with me. Like <laughs> not once. Like I would always just say, I'm going out for a run. I'm going to do this. Like I would just say what I was doing. Um, and he was always good. He was always great about it. He came to everything and cheered me on and, and all of that. But I never said, well, hey, you should do this with me, or I'd really like if you do this with me. Um, he like decided to do that all on his own. Because you um, inspired him. I guess I inspired him. But <laughs> I always say, like, everyone's like, you did this. And I was like, I did, I did nothing. Like, I... <laughs> no, what, what she did was, in, what she did was support me in something that I was brand new to that I didn't really quite have the buy-in to do. Um, and I'm just, you know, I was just kind of seeing what I could do. Right. It was around this time kind of in 2015 when I started, um, started doing the gallery method of the run walk intervals. And I started on that app, that app. So basically I would go to the gym a lot, I'd be on the treadmill or I'd be outside and I'd be listening to the Galloway app and he's taking me through the training program, basically working my way up to, I don't know, whatever distance. I think I started with a 5k that I, that I moved it up to 10k then I moved it, you know, just to get on some sort of consistent interval training. That calms, soothing Galloway voice in oh, your Oh, that ear. voice, man. That voice was drilled <laughs> into my head. I, I have never experienced that. I feel like I need to go download the Galloway app just for that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put a pin in that one, too. He's um, very encouraging. <laughs> so we'll, Yeah, yeah. We'll come back to that. But it was also around this time when I started listening to other podcasts. Um, one specifically was the Team Shenanigans podcast which is a running group and they had a podcast. Um, 
which I absolutely loved. I started engaging with them on social media. They would call out PRs. And if you start running, almost everything you do in the first, you know, six to 12 months is a PR. Yeah. Like this you're PRing yes. your personal yeah. records every other week. Yeah. So like I got a kick out of hearing my name on a podcast and yeah. you might think that's pathetic, but it wasn't to me. I loved it. No, that's um, what, uh, what so, I, why I say that's the best part, right? I Community. Know, right? So special shout out to anybody associated with team shenanigans because they really got me into it. They made the whole running thing seem much more approachable, much less scary, and and really drove that sense of community. Um, and I know we all have a lot of relationships with, with folks associated with shenanigans. So that's 2015. 2016, I feel like I really doubled down on registering for more races because um, I'm building confidence. I'm kind of enjoying running. Charm City Run here in, in, in Maryland has a challenge called the B3 Challenge, which is a 5K, 10K, and 12-miler. Um, I registered for them. You can register one time and save money, or because you have no confidence like me, I registered one by one and paid full price for each race. Yeah. Well, I feel like at that point, it would have been really ambitious to sign up for a 12-miler, you know? Yeah. So you want to make sure that you, in that beginning, you want to know what you can do and set your bar. So I, I think that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, and I, I did one by one. And so the 5K went good. On the 10K, though, um, going through Baltimore, it's called the Soul of the City 10K. I saw Jen Hall again. She was volunteering um, to either give out water or point us in the right direction. And she recognized me. So now I'm starting to see people pop up that I know at different races. Right. And so now I'm like, there was a sense of belonging that, that, you know, when you kind of don't feel like you belong there in the first place, when someone looks at you and is like, keep going, you're doing awesome. And yeah. you're just huffing it. Yeah. <laughs> that does wonders for your brain. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was like tackling new distances. I was feeling good. You know, I'd done, you know, five miles, a 10K, seven miles. I was, I was building up those distances. I, um, I ran a few more 5Ks. I did a, one in Frederick. Um, one in Baltimore was actually my first PR in a race for a 5K, the Baltimore run, Running Festival. Did a couple beer runs. So these are like kind of fun runs where you drink beer afterwards. But, mm -hmm. you know, you're still doing a 5K beforehand. I also started training while I was on vacation. So when I'm down in the Outer Banks with some friends, I'm going out on a run at like 11 in the morning when it's like 88 <laughs> degrees. Oh, and, man. And it's ridiculous. But um, I feel like when you when you pack yeah. for vacation and you're packing run stuff, that's like that one of the first times you really like, wow, I guess I'm a runner. Like I'm actually planning to yeah. run while I'm away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Like when you start to prioritize these things, yeah. you know, um, you're and in the amount mindset. of crap you have to bring with you when you decide, <laughs> oh, I'm going to run on this trip. Like it, I feel it like doubles. it doubles. It does. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Because yeah, you're basically every day you're a new, you need a new running run gear. Yeah, yeah. Unless you yeah. have a washer somehow. And you got to have your water bottle and all, you know, yeah. all that. So yeah, yeah your water bottle and, and socks yeah, blah, 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 and blah, yeah. shoes and oh, yeah, everything. shoes. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I took a, I took a trip to Chicago to see Pearl Jam play at Wrigley um, with a couple friends. Um, and I ran my first 10 miler 
in Chicago wow. on a random Sunday morning, probably hungover. <laughs> but I got to that's see awesome. I got to see downtown Chicago on foot. Yeah, that's yeah. And, and running is a really cool way to see a, a new place. It Absolutely. Is. Um, so yeah, I remember the sense of satisfaction when I finished a ten miler in yeah. in a in a you know in Chicago. I was like, this I would never have thought I would ever have done something like that. So again, building confidence. And this was all leading up to my very first half marathon, which I had registered for. Very nervous. Um, it was the 2016 Wine and Dine in Walt Disney World. And I remember I was training for that. Diana got me a training for Wine and Dine, like a purple tech shirt. Oh, nice. And I wore that religiously. <laughs> you know, and it, you know, just, and again, I'm not trying to just down myself, but I'm a bigger guy. And they don't make running clothes for big, big people. So, like, they all kind of fit like um, I'm a sausage, right? <laughs> um, so, but, I, but I would wear this shirt and I would wear it with pride because I'm like, I'm legit signed up for a half marathon that I'm mm -hmm. training for, that I'm sweating and, and putting in these miles. So, I, trust me, the confidence was through the roof. And I remember going to that um, half marathon. It was my first real Disney race that I'm doing myself with Diana. And um, we went to the expo where you get your bib and your all your merchandise and stuff. And I met Jeff Galloway, in, you know, at the expo. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, you've been in my ear for like the last year. <laughs> on your app. And I was, uh, I was a little starstruck. I was like, I just been listening to this guy tell me to keep running or walk or keep running. And you know, it was just <laughs> fanboy really moment. Cool moment. <laughs> yeah. That race, it was tough. It was very tough. Um, we've mentioned um, the balloon ladies um, who, you know, if you fall behind, they may sweep you off the course. I just didn't, I just wanted to finish. That's it. I don't care. Um, and I'm, I'm with Diana and she is pointing out everything to keep me motivated, to keep me happy. And I'm just mentally, I am just breaking down. And this is around, yeah. this is around mile 10, right? So, and I like to tell this story because I'm like, how much longer, or, or I feel like Diana said, <clears throat> it's not that much longer. It's like right around that corner or something. <laughs> well, and they, they had changed the course that year. So I wasn't 100% oh, yeah. familiar with it. Yeah. So I wasn't sure where we were. So I, like the whole race, I was just making stuff up. I'd be like, <laughs> well, I think in like a few miles, we'll see this. Or like in about a mile or so, oh, we'll man. be in Epcot. I had no idea where we were. <laughs> like saying anything to keep him going yeah it was it was really really hot well did you uh, was that when they switched it from night to day is that what it was, it was yeah it was the first year it was okay. the day race um and we were in like the last corral mm -hmm. um or maybe i was in the second to last corral and he was in the last corral and i had like i started and ran to the first character stop um and then waited for him and we got the photo and then we ran the rest of the race together mm -hmm. And I'll just kind of just wrapping up that race. I remember we walked into, it ends in Epcot and we walked into Epcot side by side with the balloon ladies. I feel like they even got in ahead of us. <laughs> yeah, they, they crossed the finish line before us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have a picture of them and we're right behind them. But um, I think one thing that happened right after that race where we're kind of just getting our, our goodie bags and, and medals and all this kind of stuff. I think Diana had done a challenge. So she, she had to go get a challenge medal or something. 
and I'm standing between two of the tents, um, kind of in the gathering area after the race. And I remember this kind of this euphoric head rush of pride and so, uh, you know, accomplishment that kind of hit me. And I, I, I swear to God, I almost cried. Uh, cause I was like, there's no way a year or two ago, I would have even thought that I could have done something like this. That's amazing. That was, that was huge. I wanted to die. It felt terrible. I was so hot. <laughs> everything uh. hurt. Like literally everything hurt. I was, I was dying, but I did it. Yeah. Um, he had to go sit like, at, not like at the med tent, but like, I like made him go over there and sit and like put like a cold <laughs> washcloth on him. Like he was not pleased. Oh, man. <laughs> I was not pleased. Um, so that was my first half marathon. So I did it and I didn't die. Yeah. Um, and then kind awesome. of wrapping up um, 2016, I registered for um, a 10K in Annapolis. And that was the first race that I did solo. I didn't do it with anybody that I knew. Diana was there and some of our other friends were there to support me and cheer me on. But I did it by myself. And that kind of sealed the deal with you can just be out there by yourself, run your own race, and, and everything's going to be fine. All right, so 2017, more running, registered for my second B3 challenge, registered the right way, got the discount because now I knew I could do all three of those distances. It was also the year that we did our first Shamrock Half Marathon, which is in Virginia Beach, which has got to be my favorite race. Um, I'm still very nervous about the half marathon distance. We had terrible weather. It was torrentially downpouring. It was freezing. It was hailing. Um, finished that race, but I still wanted, I still felt terrible. It, it yeah. felt like I got hit by a truck. <laughs> well, um, I mean, on top of feeling like that, you also ran it in like hail. So I can't imagine that was cold fun. and rain. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it was makes awful. it even yeah. tougher. Yeah. And that's when we, um, we couple swapped. So we've got our friends, Chris and Lisa and, um, I ran with Chris and Tom ran with Lisa and he's, he always says that it's great running with Lisa. Um, because everyone gets a little negative when they run and she does especially. So he's like, I feel like I'm the one motivating her for the first time. <laughs> Poor Lisa. <laughs> oh man. We were in it together. Um, yeah. I mean, we all are, we all get that way. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. I remember doing that with Chris and he was like, Chris at one point said to me, Hey, why don't we just run to that building? And I like screamed at him. So, <laughs> <laughs> I loved Shamrock. Um, I loved everything about it. But what I didn't do well is prepare the whole weekend. Like we, um, we ran it and then we're soaking wet and I threw on sweatpants and then we got in the car and drove home for Ooh. three and a half hours. That's dumb. <laughs> Especially at Shamrock, which is like a big party. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> again, you learn every time you go through these things, you learn. Um, so that year I also ran, you know, more 5Ks. We did a couple more beer runs. We did a loose cannon 5K out of Heavy Seas Brewing um, in Baltimore. Um, did an Ocean City Island to Island marathon weekend. I did a 5K. Diana did a half marathon with our friend Mindy. And for me, I grew up at Ocean City, Maryland, basically. And I got to run a 5K on the boardwalk. And I am hugely nostalgic. So that was awesome for me. <laughs> Um, you know, it's a 5k, but it, it, it was in one of my favorite places. Yeah. Um, it was also that year that 
Team Shenanigans did a huge meetup at Burden Hand, Pennsylvania, at the Burden Hand. Is it is it the marathon and half marathon, or is no, it just half it's mar- just the half just marathon half. and a five k? Yeah, yeah. Burden That's where I met you. Uh, um, the half marathon. There's a huge meetup of Team Shenanigans um, and and people that are related to them or whatever. It was about 50 people, and I feel like that's where we met Aaron for the first time. Yes, and I did not hate her the first time I met her. <laughs> are you sure? But it was crazy. There was this huge sense of community, and I remember that was also when I met the folks that did the Shenanigans podcast, um, which was pretty cool to meet them too. Um, so again, big shout out to to Shenanigans. Uh, that year I also did the Across the Bay 10K across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge because I was becoming much more comfortable with distances. Like a 5K now was nothing but a 5K. A 10K was very achievable and I wasn't going to die afterwards. So <laughs> that kind of confidence um, is huge. Uh, 2018, and we're just keep rolling, 2018 <laughs> was, a, was a huge year for us in general, but... Um, it started with a road trip from Maryland to Walt Disney World for the Dopey um, Challenge that Diana and a bunch of our friends ran. There was a, a whole bunch of us. And we took a road trip down, um, stopped in Richmond, stopped in Savannah, went to breweries. It was a lot of fun. But, you know, th- that whole trip was, was so Diana could do her first Dopey. Um, I ran a half marathon. Um, we dressed as ducktails. We have awesome pictures. We also did a monorail bar crawl because we like to set ourselves up for success because we're there to do a physical challenge. <laughs> might as well bar crawl. I missed um, that bar crawl. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, I know. I it wasn't down that. Out of I know. I heard. <laughs> Oh, God. I just missed it. Like I yeah, flew down was, that um... day and I just couldn't make it to the cr- to the crawl. Yeah, it was the night before the 5K. So, like, there were people that, like, barely got up to do the 5K. (laughs) Like, one of our friends missed it. Um, Like, I think people were still, I'm going to say drunk, lined up for that race. Because, I mean, you have to get up at, like, 2.30 in the morning anyway. Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, That year, we did our, so, more races. We did our second Shamrock um i did a dolphin challenge which is an 8k and then a half marathon and i didn't want to die afterwards which is (laughs) huge because sometimes when you're done a race you just want to go home you just want to lay down you just want to get something to eat you want to be away from people after that after that shamrock half marathon i felt so good i just wanted to party yeah um we had booked an extra day so we didn't have to go home we could change clothes we you know it was such a better atmosphere. Um, yeah, so th- that was that was pretty awesome. We also did the um, Marine Corps um, Marathon 10K that year, and we got married. So 2018 <laughs> was an awesome year. <laughs> there you go. Which brings us into 2019. Um, I really ramped up running in 2019, signed up for um, – a couple half marathons, but all of the half marathons were part of a, a multi-race challenge. So did Shamrock again with an 8K and a half. Um, shout out to Brittany. Brittany called the, our intervals, our 30-second intervals. Oh, 30 30-30s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. For 13.1 miles. Oh, my God. Um, and that is, for, for someone that 
is is a bit slower, right? And that's that's fine, but it's a bit slower. Like if someone's willing to do that and fun run a race with you, they're sacrificing their time to get you across that finish line. At least that's how I see it. All right. We also were running with the Taylors, um, who are the cutest couple in the world. And mm, true. Um, that's also when we met Michael David. Aw. <laughs> I just want to say, Tom, that that race, the thing that stands out the most to me in that race was that was the year that I think at that point, I ran with Diana the previous Shamrock. It was Brittany, me, Diana and her friend Chris, right? And mm -hmm. you didn't want to run with us. You ran with Lisa. And I remember Diana saying to us that Tom likes to do his own thing because he's afraid he's going to slow us down. And I remember when we showed up to Shamrock, we were all like, we want to run with Tom. And you were like, I don't know. I don't like to, I get really mad. I get really grumpy. Sometimes I get like really like, aggressively mad when I'm, you know. so all i remember is Brittany and i were like yes our goal is to run with tom and make him mad so he can yell at us <laughs> and so we just kept waiting for you to get mad and like be grumpy and you had the best time at that race like you told stories you made stuff up about how like you and diana met you told us <laughs> basically the story to step up it was amazing and i just remember loving running with you and thinking to myself why did he ever think to himself that he didn't want to run with people because he's only grumpy when he runs with me <laughs> But that, that, that was one of my true. favorite races. <laughs> well, that was one of my favorite races, too. Um, also, that year we did Flying Pig out in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And that was a mile, 10K, 5K and a half. Again, Brittany was calling the intervals. We ran in a huge group. Everybody wore pink except for me because I didn't buy the shirt on <laughs> in time. <laughs> um, that was, that was a, a ton of fun. Um, Baltimore Running Festival that year did the 5K and the half, both with Aaron, Ooh. who I do not hate. <laughs> By then I knew um, you didn't hate me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that was fun. And then did Wine and Dine again, the 5K and the half. So four half marathons, four challenges. You know, I, I was really getting into this. Um, That's uh, twice as many halves as I've done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you skipped the halves and you went right for the fulls. <laughs> um, um, for our anniversary, because you want to run on your anniversary, we went up to Cape May, New Jersey, and did the Beach to Brewery 10K, um, sponsored by Cape May Brewing Company, which is one of our favorite brewing breweries. Yeah, they are very they're, good. They're yeah. one of my favorites. I love them. And Erin met us, and she did that with us. Because that was a, that's a five mile or two, right? Um. No, that's a 10K. That's a 10K. Yeah, it was a 10K. Yeah. No, it was a 10K. <laughs> um, and um, of course, you spent a, your anniversary with me because why wouldn't you want to spend your anniversary with me? True of story. course. <laughs> I always say we spend a lot of time with each other. We can we can invite others in. <laughs> <laughs> sounds it. Sounds. Hmm. <laughs> and that's our new segment. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> um, which brings us to 2020. Everyone's favorite year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Basically, everything, races in, huh? everything's canceled. 
um, the only race that we got in was a donut mile, um, which was sponsored by Charm City Run in Annapolis. We did it, and it's basically it's it's a mile, but you you do four loops, and at the beginning of each um, loop, you have to eat a donut. Oh my gosh! And it's so bad. They broke it out. They broke out the guys first, and then the girls. Um, and the first three donuts are cake donuts, real thick cake donuts. Wow. Oh gosh. It was awful. Whoa. And we, so all the guys ate them and, and we didn't have any water. <laughs> oh. Try eating a cake donut with no water. Try well, it was so, yeah. It was such a funny thing to watch. Cause it's all these guys and they're like, they're jazzed, right? They're excited. They're like, yeah, donuts, we're going to do this. And they're like <laughs> bouncing up and down. And then they take one bite of the donut and you can see everyone's face changed like they were oh, thinking God. like dunkin donut it's gonna melt in your mouth immediately and it just felt like you were biting into chalk <laughs> like, oh my gosh. so i think like we thought people would start running within like 15 seconds like they were all standing there for like a minute minute and a half eating their donut <laughs> before well, it, any of them started yeah. running <laughs> and then it became it became like um like uh, the Nathan's hot dog contest because um, some guy's girlfriend walked him over a cup of water and then we're all like, you can do that. <laughs> so, so now we're just, we're dipping cake donuts into water and throwing them back. It's just gross. Oh and then you run your loop and have to do it again. And the last donut was like a regular, like glazed donut from Duncan, like a light mm, one. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. And those went down real quick. Oh man. But it was awful. It was absolutely awful. So I didn't even finish. Yeah. The mile. I didn't finish a mile run. Because like, <laughs> I couldn't eat another donut. Oh, my God. So we did that in January. Um, just to keep moti- motivated, I did a, um, it's called the Taji 100 um, challenge. It's a virtual challenge where basically in February you do 100 miles. And then you log your miles and you get all the swag. And it was, I did it with team RWB um, just to keep motivated. I was actually training for Shamrock this year. Uh, and then the week of Shamrock, everything canceled. On Wednesday, they posted a picture of the giant tent that they put up for the party afterwards. And then that, I think either later that same day or Thursday, they were like, the city j- just told us we can't do this race. And then everything started to shut down. So we deferred to next year. Which brings us to now. I'm, I'm I'm doing the race across Maryland virtual challenge that 250 miles. Um, I am thinking about making up my own challenge. Um, and here here in Columbia, Maryland, there are four lakes that are fairly well connected by like like bike paths and things like that. I think the total mileage would be around a half marathon, maybe a little bit more. So I'm just trying to plot out the 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 route and then. I'll be doing that. So I'm, cool. I'm thinking early September, I want to do that. It's, you know, again, you got to make up your own races mm-hmm. when, when things are canceled, but um, really brings us to, to now and, and everything I've learned from running. And I've told this to people that, that, you know, at work that are not runners or not even interested. And I'm like, I'm literally only in competition with myself. I'm co- in competition with my eating habits, with how I prepare, with how I train. I show up to races, all that. Um, I like preparing for races. I like making new playlists. Um, I have a playlist for every (laughs) 
race in the B3 challenge for every year that I've done it, every shamrock, every mm-hmm. shamrock wow. training, like wow. and it's pretty much the same music, <laughs> by the way. Just um, rearranged. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like, you know, I'll I'll change out a song here and there. Um I like figuring out my pre-race and my in-race nutrition plan. You learn a lot by going through this. But there are all shapes, sizes, and speeds of runners. It's not for everybody. I don't blame anybody who's not interested in it. But it's given me a whole lot. It's given me a whole lot of confidence. Never thought I'd be someone who prioritized something like running, but here we are. Um, The running community in general is very welcoming, very accepting, very supportive, and incredibly non-judgmental when they probably could be. Um, because I, I'll, I'll pass the big, the, the front of a, a corral and all these people look like gazelles about to just take off like a bullet out of a gun. And I'm like, I'm not as fast as you, but I don't need to be cause I'm running my own race. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and like I said earlier, when you're someone who kind of in the back of the, their head from time to time feels like they don't belong there in the first place having that welcoming sense of community and people that are smiling and just, you know, you're doing your thing and I'm doing my thing. That does wonders for your mental state. Mm-hmm. Incredibly. Um, so to date, I think I've registered prepared and run in about 50 races, all told everything in, including eight half marathons. Um, so yeah, that is a complete picture of my running journey. <laughs> This year, I was, play by play. Yeah, this year I was going to try to get up to ten half marathons, but um, we'll see how twenty twenty one shapes up. But that's Tom. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, you are really motivated. Like when you say that you're going to do something or run a certain amount of miles. You're so great about saying, "Okay, this is what I have to do. I have to train." Like you don't, you don't skip. Um, which is a lot different from me because I'll skip. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like when you get to the point where you're making up your own challenges, like he's making this lake challenge, then uh, you know you're here, motivated. Then you know, yeah. you, like that you're in a in a real place where you know you're motivated to to keep moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really what it's about is is to keep moving, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, keep moving forward. Cool. All right. So I know uh, last week, Aaron introduced us to this or that. Aaron, do you want to run us through the poll and what some of our results were? Yeah, I'm going to try and run through this really quickly. We had a, like a, I don't even know a ton of feedback about this, but um, because Disney is a very popular topic. So your choices (laughs) were if for the rest of your life, you could only pick one of them, Space Mountain or People Mover, which would you pick? Uh, you could never go on the other one ever again. Um, Instagram had 21 votes. Facebook had 44 votes, the most votes we've ever gotten for any of our polls. Um, in total, 68% of the people said People Mover. 32% said Space Mountain. Uh, there was some surprise about it from a few people, but uh, generally, I'm, I'm not that surprised. I think People Mover... Uh, people are very passionate about about liking the people mover. <laughs> yeah, it's nostalgic. And I think because it doesn't exist in Disneyland anymore, people just hold on to it really tightly Yeah, at yeah. Disney World. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I still say Space Mountain and no one's rope dropping people mover. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to try and run through what people said really quickly. Uh, Kate said that it was a very cruel question. 
um, that they're both great for very different reasons. And she didn't want to be forced to choose. But in the end, she came back and voted for People Mover because sometimes you just want to people watch. Mm, yeah. uh, Michelle said that she loves both, but she's a thrill seeker. So she picked people Space Mover. Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> just thrill seeker. The, the thrilling adventures. Okay. No, she <laughs> she picked Space Mountain. Uh, David said this is the worst choice ever. Space Mountain is so much fun, but the, there's something about People Mover that makes it one of his favorite rides in the entire park. It's so relaxing, has great views, and some of them include Space Mountain. Nicole said Space Mountain because the air can the queue line is air conditioned, which Amen. is true. <laughs> Uh, Amy said, people move her all the way. I could ride it all day, every day. Uh, place to sit, a view of the castle, fun narration, maybe a snack versus riding Space Mountain where I pray I don't die and feel sick for hours. It was an easy oh, choice for her. <laughs> a lot of people were were picking, I think, people mover because they said that they got sick on Space Mountain. Yeah, so there I'm was wondering a, if if it's our age demographic. There was that we're all there older, because you had it. Don, yeah, Don, who said people mover all day, every day, Space Mountain, and then she put a, just a, a vomit emoji. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, Christy found a loophole, according to her. She said Walt Disney World Space Mountain kills her back, so she was going to pick a people mover and get rid of the space mountain because she can still go to California. Cause we did say that it was Walt Disney world. Yeah. So yeah. she can go to Disneyland and just get um, onto space mountain over there since there's no people mover. So she found the yeah. loophole. <laughs> yeah. And it's hyperspace mountain there. So yay uh, star Wars. Uh, Christina said, I love space mountain, but I'm going to vote for people mover. People mover is nice and relaxing and you can see in space mountain anyway. You had Sandy, Lisa, and Susanna, who all pretty much said people mover, no question. Melissa said, uh, people mover, while we're on the topic, bring it back to Disneyland. Just saying. Mm. Uh, Matt Frumpa said, people mover, Space Mountain is best at a meh coaster, uh, and you get some Space Mountain on the people mover. Lynn said, No, Frumpa, meh at best. Come on. <laughs> yes. It's better than meh. Oh, it's so man. much better than meh. <laughs> uh, Lynn said that she's not a roller coaster person, but she's been on Space Mountain, but she still prefers people mover all the way. So that was a lot of feedback. I feel like a lot of people were very passionate about this. Um, so people mover for the win. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Thanks guys for sharing your thoughts. And um, it looks like this is pretty popular. So I think we'll definitely be doing this again. Yes. But this <gasps> week we actually have a brand new segment for you guys. I'm so mm -hmm. excited for this Which, one. <laughs> five minutes before I renamed Tussling, tussling with, with Tom. Tom. <laughs> Every damn tussling. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Um, so Tom, who is our fearless leader and host, um, when we actually go through this segment, we will be picking a topic that they will debate with Tom. So it could be something you agree with, something that you don't agree with, but we'll basically do it like an old school debate where we'll have a topic and then there's a pro and a con for whatever that topic is. And we'll get um, get some feedback from you guys on, on who won that debate. Aaron and I are going to 
chime in because this week on Tussling with Tom, he's actually facing off with Michael. Did I forget anything, guys? What else do we need to let him know? Um, I don't think anything. I think they're going to give a few points on what they're... Yep. And then they each will get 30 seconds, which I'm going to time, to rebut the other's argument. And that's... That's going to be it. Yeah. yeah. So we ready? should probably tell people what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm about to. <laughs> so this week, they will be tussling over the Star Wars final trilogy. Was it good or was it bad? And we're talking about episodes seven, eight, and nine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did it satisfy you for the end of a, of, the trilogy was it a good is trilogy? it satisfying yes was it satisfying <laughs> did you feel complete when it was done tom is going to argue that it was good and michael will be arguing that it was bad no surprise there <laughs> just just grumpy cat as oh, a human <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna open up the floor to tom tom take it away all right, my first point as to why the final trilogy in the Star Wars series is good is with the introduction of Ray, Finn, and Poe, they introduce three characters that basically save the whole cinematic universe. Um, I feel like people were very attached to Luke, Leia, Han, and Chewie, um, and by introducing these new characters that are that feel very similar to the original characters, um, you you've now opened yourself up to continuing this cinematic universe for years to come. So basically, the new cast saves the whole universe. Okay, are we alternating points? Is that what it is? Oh, I yeah yeah. Go ahead. Okay, all right. We're making it up on the fly. <laughs> all right, my first point would be. Uh, first, Diana numbered them wrong. It's four, eight, and nine because they just remade A New Hope as The Force <laughs> Awakens and bored everybody to death by doing the same thing over because that's what J.J. Abrams does. He gets a movie that he saw when he was eight and then he remakes it with some new characters in it and changes nothing. That is that is the J.J. Abrams formula. Uh, I won't get into nine yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that is where we are <laughs> tom. guys it's a death star again 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 there is no rebuttal after this one oh, tom sorry. i see your face there is no rebuttal <laughs> you do not get to rebut now point number two tom go for it all right point number two is they got back to puppets um a huge critique of so basically the movies come came out four five and six one two and three and seven eight and nine so four, five, and six are the original three. One, two, and three are these over-CGI'd, over-animated, ridiculous movies that basically killed the series for a lot of people. Um, and what brings it back um, and, and really um, has a sense of redemption is the fact that in these three movies, seven, eight, and nine, they got back to using puppets. They got back to the roots. They got back to what made the first four, first three Star Wars movies enjoyable. Um, so I think getting back to the roots, getting back to puppets, made it feel much more like a Star Wars movie, which was basically 
the some of the biggest critiques of the one, two, and three. So for my second point, I will skip over episode eight and move on to episode nine. <laughs> Hashtag free Ryan. Uh, so we we get to the beginning of the film and what do we get? Oh, hey guys, did you hear Palpatine's back? Oh yeah, hey, did you hear Palpatine's back? Oh yeah, I heard Palpatine's back. Oh, guess what? <laughs> Palpatine's back. Yeah, because we can't go with the villains we've already established because JJ saw something when he was eight and now he's got to bring pa- Palpatine back. <laughs> because it wasn't good enough when Kylo Ren was the villain or when Snoke was the villain because JJ didn't see that when he was eight. So we got to bring Palpatine back for no good reason whatsoever. <laughs> okay Tom on to point three my third and final point are the porgs um, <laughs> it was kind of a cash grab they are adorable everyone loves them if you don't love them you don't have a soul um, that's my personal opinion um, they're just they're, they're cute and they 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 made the movies better and, and they're just kind of an ancillary character. Um, unlike other characters that they've introduced into the series that have completely destroyed it, like Jar Jar Binks. Um, so Porgs, because they're cute. I don't care if there was a cash grab. Um, that's my third and final point. <laughs> my final point is what they did to Ray in the final movie. Awful. First, I, I'll, all right, I'll go to the make out with a mass murderer genocidal maniac first. All right. Come on. <laughs> come on. Enough. She doesn't need to make out with the mass murderer. He doesn't need a full redemption arc. It's fine. It would have been fine if he, if he just saved her and died. That's, that's great. You know, it's a mild redemption. He blew up planets, killed billions of people, and, you know, they don't, they don't need to kiss. Then, after finding out that, you know, her family sacrificed themselves so she could live, she changes her name to Skywalker at the end, just throwing her family into the trash as if they didn't exist. Because, you know, Skywalker. JJ saw it when he was eight. Gotta be Skywalker. (laughs) Can't do anything else. We can't think of anything new. Because I saw it when I was a kid. So, it's gotta be Skywalker. I feel like there's a recurring theme on Michael's <laughs> I do too. <laughs> All right, Tom, you get to go first. You have 30 seconds to rebut what Michael has said in his three points. I will raise my hand to you when your 30 seconds are up. You ready? Yep. Go. One, of course you're going to reduce something. Um, there's no original thought in Hollywood at all. Um, the the most sincerest form of flattery is um, copying someone, and that is either Bob Dylan or Jimi Hendrix said it. Um, so J.J. Abrams was rightful in, in copying. Um, yeah, it's another Death Star, but it's an entire planet, and it's a much bigger scale. Oh, God. Um, uh, push and pull of the force. Of course he's going to be an anti-hero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give Kylo Ren. No, no, you're done. Oh, I ran out of time. All right, let me know when I can go. All right, you ready? 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> One, 
two, three, go. The best part of the whole trilogy was when they made it so that everybody was a part of the force, that anybody could be a hero, that anybody could be that. And then JJ came along and completely neutered it when and also then neutered the three great characters that he introduced in the first one by giving Finn and Poe nothing to do in the final one. When they should have been heroes, they should have had relationships, and they all should have been together. He neutered all of that in the final one. Free Ryan. <laughs> do you yield your time? <laughs> Everybody see Knives Out. <laughs> all right. And so ends our first Tussle with Tom. <laughs> Tussling with Tom. <laughs> Just a mess. (laughs) Uh, Diana, do you have any feels about that? Um, I think, well, the one thing is, I think the most Star Wars-y thing out of, and I know you're all about Ryan Johnson, but of that Ryan Johnson monstrosity was Porgs. That was the only thing that felt Star Wars in that movie, and I'll maintain that. Um, (laughs) But... I feel like if we're just talking about points, Tom had three separate points and you had the same point said three different ways. So I'm going to go with Tom and not just because he's my husband, because you know, I disagree with him on most things. All the time. I mean, if we're talking straight up debate, like which which person gave better arguments i will unfortunately for you michael (laughs) have to agree that tom gave three well thought out points across the board however my feelings on the actual movie more align with michael's (laughs) (laughs) but if we're talking straight up debate conversation i would give the point to tom (laughs) i feel like it'll people will be swayed People will be swayed. Uh, and so, as always, I don't even know where to go from here. As always, we will post something on our Facebook and Instagram and let you decide whether or not the Star Wars trilogy was good just or bad. Vote for, or no, just who, vote for one, of, one or the other of us. Who won this yeah, who debate, won? guys? Yeah. Who won this debate? <laughs> I don't think you guys won as the listeners. I'm sorry for that. I mean, I'm sure we have people who watched Lost. I mean, remember what JJ has done to you. Remember how he's hurt you. <laughs> this debate is over. Oh, sorry. I love Lost. I, am, I, I love Lost. He's so he's, mad at JJ. So Lost is the longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to sway anybody. I just Diana, keep us keep us in line. JJ, I mean, keep us in line. He's busy crying into his money. I'm sure he's very upset. If you're that, a Trekkie, that he's offended you. No, um, Diana, bring us back. <laughs> so we'll post that for everyone to um, to vote. Who won that debate? Who won tussling with Tom? Um, but we're gonna close it out today, like we always do, with sharing something good with everyone. So, um, Michael, wanna wanna kick us off? Yeah, so my uh, something good this week is a program called Running Start. It's uh, based in Colorado. And what it is, is it uh, it's basically a program they run every year. Um, they basically get uh, seasoned runners who, who help women who are in difficult situations run their first 5K. And it like starts in April and it runs to July. Uh, I think they were having, obviously having some kind of limitations this year, but... Um, it's a pretty cool program. I think I found it by following Trail Sisters or something like that. But uh, 
yeah, you can follow, you can look them up. It's running-start.org. But, uh, you know, if you wanted to start something like that in your local area or something like that, or if you live in Colorado, look it up. It's a, it's a pretty cool program. Um, for me, so again, back when I met Diana, um, she also got me into Disney. So I'm a bit of a Disney um, uh, convert. Um, and... I grew up with the movies, but I, I didn't really ever go to the park. I never went to the parks. Um, we watched the making of Frozen 2 on Disney Plus, and it's hmm. six parts. And it's a really in-depth way, uh, in-depth documentary on how they made that movie, uh, made the songs. Um, the songs basically helped build out the story. The amount of thought and blood, sweat, and tears that go into making an animated film that people might just be like, oh, it's Frozen, it's Frozen 2, whatever, who cares? But the amount of thought that goes into making a film like that is incredible. And just sh- seeing the process that they go through um, was really, really eye-opening. And, you know, it basically generated a movie that made $1.4 billion, and it's a sequel that people probably thought would never be as good as the first because that made over a billion dollars. So highly recommend watching The Making of Frozen on Disney Plus if you have it. Yeah, I cried, meaning. I think, every episode uh, at least once. Yeah, <laughs> I keep meaning to pick that up and I keep forgetting about it. So Yeah. Well, yeah. and I want to like, um, I do leadership development training and I was thinking I want to start showing that in like a leadership development program to talk about like how to give feedback and how to receive feedback uh. and what leadership looks like. Um, because Jennifer Lee, the, like the director of that movie, she does such a great job. I was like, this is like the perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Well, I struggled this week. I don't know why I couldn't find some, figure out what we watched or anything. So um, my something good this week focuses back to tacos. <laughs> I'm As all about should. tacos this week for some reason. Um, there's a Mexican place by us called Tacos El Tio, and they are doing outdoor dining right now. And they were one, they're one of my favorite Mexican places in, in our area. They're in Medford, New Jersey. They're doing outdoor dining. They're doing uh, takeout. They're doing takeout margaritas. Uh, it's all delicious. And um, I just want to talk about tacos all day today. So Tacos El Tio, Medford, New Jersey. Go there if you're in South Jersey. Woo. Nice. We're going to have to go when we come up and crew you guys. That's actually one of the places I was thinking about trying to get a reservation for because you have to make it reservations for it because they're doing time slots because um, outdoor dining is like the only thing you can do. So, yeah, I will make us a reservation for tacos. Yay. My something good this week is Black Flag Brewing out of Columbia, Maryland. One of our favorite breweries. I think we go there probably once a week. Um, to go see Ian and Hannah bartending. Um, great beers. Um, they've got a couple of big events coming up. So just wanted to give them a shout out. Um, I don't know. We just keep getting crowlers from them. I think last week we picked up three. So um, they are one of our favorites. They make really great beer, great people. So check Bring them out. Bring us some black flag when you come up. <laughs> oh, we will. <laughs> We will. I think I have, um, I still have that beer that I made you at the very beginning. Oh, yes. Of it, Aaron, that I, <laughs> I wrapped a piece of paper around and I said, this beer's for Aaron. No one else can drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll see. I don't know how old that beer is, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you will drink it. All right, guys. So that wraps up this week's episode. Be sure to tag us on Facebook and Instagram at we'll run for podcasts and share in the community. 
Don't forget to tell us why you're running this week. Leave us a comment on Facebook, or you could just email us at willrunforpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, we're going to have a new episode every Monday. I'm sorry, every other Monday. So please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple or your favorite pla- uh, your favorite podcast platform. And as always, thank you for listening. I am Diana, and for Aaron, Michael, and Tom, we will see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.